I'm Samantha. Hi, I'm Sarah. And, and we, we are, are the, the Doom, Doom Crew. Damn you. Hey guys, this week I'm going to talk about an escalation of events. And I am going to talk about a teenage breakup gone wrong. Oh boy. Yes. Okay, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, full disclosure, I heard this story um, through a different lens than typically gets reported in the newspaper. Um, my grandpa was present for this crime that I'm going to tell you about. So the first thing I'm going to start with is how the story was shared with me. Then I'm going to dig into the details that were published in newspapers. Uh, my grandpa worked at the Kroger grocery store in Monmouth, Illinois. He went to work on July 5th, 1977, and his office was in, like, the back of the store, right? So you'd have to, like, go back. Like, I don't know if the grocery stores are kind of laid out the same. Like, the meat, the deli's kind of in the back. There's some swinging doors that go into the back. Well, it's clear back through there that his office was, and it's July 5th. So he hears out front um, some popping sounds, and he's like, oh my gosh, those darn kids. It's right after the 4th of July. They've got fireworks. They're messing around. Like, those darn kids. Those darn kids, right? So he goes to go out front and, like, scold these kids and tell them to get off the property or whatever. And before he can get out of the back area of the store... One of his employees comes bursting through the swinging doors coming toward him. And eventually she, he catches her, like stops her running. And the story I'm told is that he held her while she died um, in his arms. It's very unfortunate. And that story, I couldn't believe I hadn't been told until just last year. And this happened in 1977. I've been around since 10 years after that. And this was the first time I was hearing this story last fall. So it has fascinated me since then. And I've really wanted to research and see like what I could find and what I could learn about this case. And so um, that's additionally what I want to share today is what I was able to learn about the situation. So the woman who ran into the back and unfortunately passed uh, was named June Strange. So she started out as June Davis. Um, she was born March 22nd, 1939 in Cave City, Kentucky. Um, she grew up, they, her family had moved to Illinois and she eventually met and married Robert Strange, uh, on June 4th of 1957. In June of 1958, they welcomed a son. In February of 1960, a little less than two years later, they had a second child, also a boy. And then about three and a half years later, in August of 1963, they welcomed their third and final child, a daughter. As you can probably tell by the end of the story that I've already given away, um, their marriage was not super, you know, since he killed her and all. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> since he, you know, killed her and all. I mean, yeah, that's usually not um, the best way that things end. No, not yeah. chill. No, not chill at all. Mm -mm. Essentially... Robert Strange had some issues. Um, he, he was troubled. He was troubled is how my grandmother put it. Yes. Because, um, yeah, you know, I asked. I was like, well, what did you guys know about this guy? Like, was this, would you have suspected this? You know, all the normal questions, right? Like, oh, my God, you actually, this happened in our town. You probably knew that person. My hometown is very small. So everyone knows everything about everyone. But all she really said was, like, he was troubled. He had, you know, some run-ins with the law, right? Let me just tell you. I thought I would just make a quick list of this guy's, you know, past incidents. So his list of crimes is super long. Amazingly, since he got married in June of uh, 1957, he had no crimes in 57 or 58. So married life was really good, apparently, for about the first year. But then he got right back to it um, from 1951 through 1972. I wrote down like 15 different times that he had been arrested for various things. A lot of it was fighting in bars. Oh, he sounds lovely. Yeah. Reckless driving, like um, disorderly conduct. 
at one time. So I'm going to tell you about a couple of these that were kind of notable as like, what the actual fuck, right? So in June of 56, so, you know, one year before he got married, he threatened a restaurant owner with a knife. Um, he then knocked over uh, coffee makers, malted milk machines, other equipment, um, and knocked the owner to the floor. Then he and his buddy, like, sped off in his car. Um, this was kind of on, like, the, I want to say, outskirts of town. Like, it was on the last couple blocks of town. And then they drove back in toward the square, because our, our town literally is just, like, there's a square in the middle, and you can go out to either of the four sides and... That's it. Like, it's not more complicated than that. So they went from outside town to, like, the square. And they got up to the square, and they were kind of speeding. Um, we typically, it slows down to, like, 20 miles an hour through there. They were speeding, and so someone going, like, out of the square yelled at them to, like, slow down, be careful, whatever, because it's a populous area. There's people walking around. There's a lot of foot traffic. And <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not funny. Um, but totally something that I feel like is just something you hear about, right? He got out of his car. Some, I don't, I don't know. He was yelling. The guy was yelling from the car, but the newspaper says that Strange then got out of his car and went and slapped the man several times. That isn't something you hear about. No, it isn't. <laughs> and what's better is that the newspaper would not publish the name of the man who got slapped. Well, I mean, can you imagine being the person who got bitch slapped? <laughs> I know. It's not funny, but it's it is. Correct. But I'm can just you, like, can you imagine, I want to know. Like, can you imagine going home being like, these sweet, people are like my grandparents' age. Like, do my grandparents was, know? How was your day? Oh, my day was terrible, sweetie. I was <laughs> stoplight and i got bitch slapped by a stupid piece of shit oh my god like no no yeah as he continues this tirade through town he apparently narrowly missed three children just a few blocks after the slapping incident like what i i just can't so he was he wasn't driving right i guess not okay so the newspaper article simultaneously made it sound like he was driving, but then was not because he got out of the car to slap the guy. Although I guess he could have been driving and stopped the car, gotten out, slapped the guy and gotten back in. That is technically possible. He would have had to have walked. See, we're assuming he would have had to have walked around a vehicle. Yeah. Whether that be his or the man he repeatedly Either slapped. Either that or like if they were, I just don't know where this could have happened. Like anywhere that there's a stoplight, if he was the driver, he would have to get out of the car and the other car would be across the street. So he had to, like, chase this car in some way is my imagination. I can't imagine not driving off. If you, yeah, if my friend got out of the car to go slap someone, I'd be like, I'm sorry, no, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, unless, probably unless it were you. I'd be like, get back in this car right now. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Or Stop I'm leaving. It. Yeah, I'd, it, you would get a small warning. <laughs> I will leave you if you don't get back in this car. And then if you don't immediately turn around, if there's a hesitation, I'm out. I gotta go. <laughs> I don't even. I love you. I'm I don't not have, giving you. I'm not I don't have time for jail. <laughs> I would not make it. I'm too big of a pussy. I'm not making it. I would jail. not either. So, lessons learned. We don't bitch slap anyone. No, I'm not a gang leader. My ass is. <laughs> I'm gonna be someone's bitch up in jail. I know that. <laughs> right. I'm. I'm a follower. I'm not. I'm not the lead here. I'm not starring in any Netflix dramas about jail life. Like, I'm the yeah. one in the back in the corner, just like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Braiding my own hair. That's <laughs> I'd learn real fast. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so he's troubled. <laughs> he's troubled. Uh, yeah. So there was another incident, which I thought was really interesting, right? So the newspaper straight up published that um, he was speeding with, and then they named a woman... And I don't want to name her because I don't know their relationship, but it was obvious it was not his wife. And it was like, it was reckless driving. They crashed into something. She had minor head injuries, but like, it was like after a bar one night really late and he was with this woman from a hotel and they just straight up said with so-and-so who works at whatever hotel. 
newspapers be putting people on black in the days. <laughs> They're just like, and this guy was out fucking around with this lady. And it's like, oh, goodness. Okay. Sorry. That's intense. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome though. Yeah. Um, they actually, they published a ton of stuff back, back in the day. and find out. Yeah. No, I actually have written down, um, June had a lot of hospital visits throughout these same years, like 1963 all the way through 1975. I have like, I think seven different stays written down, um, and they publish this in the papers, like when you get admitted to the hospital and when you... So HIPAA, not a thing. Correct, yeah. Like HIPAA was just a joke back then. Um, I know that it didn't exist. I'm I'm not saying they just didn't follow it. I just, obviously this is newer because they're just putting like, oh, so-and-so went to the hospital and sometimes they said, for what? Which was really mind-blowing. Like that's... TMI. Yeah. Please don't explain that to people. If I ever go to the hospital, don't tell people why. It's probably not something that I'm excited to share. It's true. You know, health's super personal, so whatever. Um, But yeah, they posted all these times, and the times I have written down are separate from when her children were born. So... Six or seven times she went to the hospital. Yeah. And it wasn't... Wasn't about her kids, and there were... One day stays, two day, three day. Like, if I go so, to the hospital for three days, you have to assume. I mean, some of those based on their relationship and how she was. She she could have been like sickly. I don't know the way she was murdered. You kind of have to assume at least a couple of those probably were in reference to the treatment she received from Strange. Yeah, her yeah. Which, that 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 would be my guess. Is that you know some of that is because he was abusing her. I mean, he, have, I mean, he was getting arrested for bar fights. She's having hospital visits and eventually he kills her as we already know. So yeah, a lot of his, like I said, they were reckless driving. There was larceny. He stole some stuff. Um, at one point he actually robbed his own sister's restaurant and he actually did go to, um, a prison for a little bit for that. And while he was in prison, June divorced him. Good. She was finally like, I've had enough. You I... robbed your sister, you psychopath. Yes, you robbed your sister's restaurant. But yeah, so she divorced um, Robert a few weeks before he was going to be released from the Joliet um, State Prison. He was serving a two to six year term um, for that robbery and also a probation violation. So that's the only thing I could find is that he was serving two to six years. Nowhere really said the date he went in. So yeah, just a few years. Once Robert was um, home from Joliet State Prison, um, he started harassing June. Um, He made several threats that he was going to kill her. So back to the day of, here's what I can find about the events. Um, It's kind of crazy. A lot of it lines up with what I was told. Some of it doesn't exactly and that's okay i understand it's history being remembered and it's someone's personal experience plus weren't you told by your grandmother who was told by your grandfather correct it wasn't your grandfather it was his exactly it was his you know version of events that he shared and so it was you know obviously through his lens and trauma affects people differently we remember things differently so i'm taking that story with a grain of salt and understanding that Probably the research of what I found is wholly accurate. accurate. Yes, Yes. correct. Because there's other eyewitnesses that have things to say. On Tuesday, July 5th, our um, timeline of events technically starts earlier in the morning. Robert was seen at a bar um, early in the day. was drinking a bit and apparently had made some comments about um, killing June and that he was going to do it soon. And I guess this is just, you know, the way he talked because no one, like, called her (laughs) and said, like, hey, by the way, like, no one, you know, reached out. So I think these were just things he said a lot. I mean, several people and several articles mentioned that he had told friends that this was his plan. Super chill. Yeah. This guy is. Yep. So that's early in the morning of July 5th, 1977. Um, Around noon... June was at work at Kroger. Um, She worked at the checkout lanes as a cashier. She was buying a small snack cake for her break. 
Bob entered the store and pointed his 22 caliber pistol at June and then he shot at her twice. Once it misfired and once it hit her in her left side, um, there were people who said June was quoted as saying, no, Bob, no. He chased her up aisle six. He shot twice more. Both of those missed her. She ran back through those swinging doors at the back of the store that I talked about. He shot twice more um, in her right thigh and through her back. Uh, She fell to the ground and Strange then kicked her several times. When he went to leave back through the front of the store, he told an employee, if you love her so much, why don't you go back there and breathe some life into her? What a psychopath. Yeah. Legitimate psychopath. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's bad. This all happened really quickly. Police were called, but by the time they got to the scene, he had already fled. There was a chase. They found his truck, like, within a couple hours, abandoned by a cornfield. They brought in, like, uh, like some people donated their um, planes and time to, like, go over and search cornfields to see if they could see where he's run, to see if they can find any tracks anywhere else that, you know, he could have gone. But they had people, like, jump on it and offer their services. They also searched fields on foot. The FBI was called, and they issued an interstate flight warrant. So when Strange had been telling people that he was going to murder his wife... He told them, I'm going to kill her quickly in the front of the store. I'm going to leave the scene in my truck. I'm going to leave my truck abandoned by a field to decoy the police. And I'm going to Canada. Why would you tell people this? I mean, when you're drinking, you kind of tell people anything. But this is like very specific. Right. I mean, let's. He's obviously not a genius by any means. Yeah. I was going to say, not that we condone killing, but, like, these are plans that you don't tell people. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Like you you shouldn't do it in the first place, however. However, you would throw Um, the worst surprise birthday parties. (laughs) (laughs) You would throw the worst. (laughs) You know, I bet he would. I bet there'd never be a surprise birthday party. I also bet there'd never be a birthday party. Because how's he going to remember? I mean... Jeez. How's he going to be there if he's in jail for robbing his sister? <laughs> Sorry, I can't be at your birthday parties. I, I robbed Aunt Becky again. <laughs> By the way, we don't know. We don't know if her name's Becky. That's just Samantha being funny. Correct. I don't remember. I'm, I know her name's written down here somewhere, but I don't think it was Becky. Um, Either way. Yeah. Oh, my robbed goodness. Robbed his sister. He's not throwing birthday parties. Killed his wife. Okay. Yeah. Equip. Told people a specific, exact yeah. What his plans were. He Got told you. them these things. So Canadian authorities were alerted on July 5th, 1977. The so day. Same day. Same day they That's alerted impressive. Canadian authorities. Yeah. Squads from several surrounding counties came and helped manhunt for Robert. And this lasted for three days. He was finally apprehended at his home. Shut up. Yes. He went home. Yes. <laughs> they found him in his freaking house. So they found him at home um, and brought him in. All these plans. Yeah. All these plans. And and you were found at home. (laughs) If I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Some men are so dumb. (laughs) A man made this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. (sighs) So Robert tried to plead insanity at the trial and he tried to claim insanity by reason of being drunk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was his reasoning. Um, that did not work out. Understandable. Correct. And he was sentenced to 150 years in prison. Good. Yeah. So that is the story of Robert and June Strange. It was just bananas. Like, this guy had a troubled past it clearly escalated just really it's really sad i hope i wonder honestly i just kind of wonder how the kids turned out because that's a rough childhood go through because you know they watched their mother be abused yeah and then their father kills their mother yeah in public yeah for the world to see yeah and then they're just 
I mean, it was 1977, so probably just Western Illinois found out about it. (laughs) Oh, and Canada. So everyone they knew, because they also weren't up on Facebook, like, correct. My parents here in Illinois. How are you? Friend in Kentucky? Yeah. They didn't have friends in Kentucky. They had no other friends. They might have had family in Kentucky, though. Remember where June was from? Oh. (laughs) JK! (laughs) Guess he's... They got motherfuckers out there. But they probably don't have friends in, like, New Jersey. Okay, I am going to tell you about the most bonkers case I could find. So I did some research and I found a case. It is about Albert Joseph Fisher, a.k.a. Joey. Uh, Joey was born on January 16th, 1975 to A.J. Buddy Fisher and Corrine Nelson. His parents split up in 1987 and they both did remarry. Uh, Joey was a good kid. He was... Uh, non roll student. He was ranked 11th overall out of his class. Uh, it was said that when he graduated, he would he was graduating from the honors program, and he was going to be going to University of Texas. In 11th grade, Joey started dating a girl named Christina Cisneros. She was born in 1976 to Dr. David Cisneros and Dora Garcia Cisneros. She was one of five children. It's too many, too many children. But she was one of five. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a choice. That's a lot. Yeah. Dora was a dedicated mother to her five kids. Their relationship was pretty strong. They were together for like seven months. Joey gave her a ring. They supposedly had sex on spring break in her parents' condo. Now, yes, but Christina claims afterwards that it didn't happen. Joey says it did. So it's... Oh, a little sticky of a situation. Yeah. They Oops. did go to prom together. In June of 1992, Joey broke it off. He didn't want to be in a relationship anymore, and high school romances very rarely last. He didn't want to be in a true, yeah. I don't know, like, I mean, I seven get Seven months is a long time in high school. It is. Seven months in high school is like... Eternity. You're definitely getting married. For sure. Yeah. But no. They broke up. Um, and he did want his ring back. Okay. Christina did not want to give it back. And I don't know if this was like his class ring or if this was like a gift ring. I think it was like his and that's why he wanted it back so bad. That would make sense. I feel, I mean, I do feel like sometimes it's kind of iffy on like, do you give back this jewelry gift? gift? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a gift. But I think it was like, kind of like a Letterman jacket. Yeah. Like you give a Letterman jacket back. Correct. So you should give back. Like you don't keep. No. No, that's weird. Correct. But we don't, I don't know for sure, but I think, I think that's what it was and why he wanted it back so yeah. bad. Christina was obviously sad. She was heartbroken. Her mother had to see her sad. She was devastated for her daughter. Yeah. Dora did, which is Christina's mother, did call Joey and asked him to explain why he wanted to break up, what happened, why they didn't think they'd last. Wait, I, hang on. You said that her, Christina's mom. Mm-hmm. Called Christina's ex-boyfriend. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's chill. Yeah, she's That's chill. That's very normal and appropriate boundaries-wise. Okay. Just wait. <laughs> she has no chill. But, I mean, Joey was extremely, actually, respectful to her. Okay. He explained that he was too young. He wanted to explore different options. Mm-hmm. Honestly, let's be real. The kid basically said, I want to be able to see other girls and... I want to be able to do that without hurting your daughter. Which, yeah. respect, awkward, I mean, but respect. Yeah, it's better than cheating. True. You know, yes. you're, you're trying to be honest and say like, hey, I I know what college holds for some people, so I would like to hold that with both hands and not your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. True that. <laughs> um, but, I mean... Here's how little chill. You ready? How little chill Dora oh had. God. She offered him $500 to start dating her again. Oh. He no. declined that request. That's good. That's good. I mean, $500 is a lot when you're a teenager, though. Yeah, and what year is this? 1992. Oh, that's a shit ton of money in right? 92. For 500 bucks? I mean, still, no, absolutely do not. That's, <laughs> that's only a joke you make. Like, <laughs> No, but she did it. Did Just, you? Have you ever made that joke with someone? Like, no? Is no. That, Oh my God, that's, okay, that's a joke 
and X and I had, like, I don't know, we just, things felt like they were working out nicely in the beginning. And so we just kept joking, like, are my parents paying you or something? Oh, like, okay. I've heard those. Yeah, I know, but I've never. Yeah. It's just. But it, I have heard that. Yeah. It was just like this funny thing, but. Wasn't a joke. Yeah. No, not okay. It's Joey said, no, no. Okay. That's good. Well, then she was like, all right, Joey's not doing what I want. I'm going to call Joey's dad, AJ. We're just going to, we're going to keep going. Okay. We're going to fix this shit. Christina's mom is now calling Joey's dad. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Joey's dad thought it was an awkward conversation. He's like, they're teenagers. I don't even live with Joey. We don't talk about this. This is his stuff. He obviously had a reason. I'm going to respect it. They're not getting back together. I'm not making them. So if his dad didn't live with him, why didn't she call his his mom? Zero chill. We don't know. Okay. Because she obviously doesn't think rational. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of rationality happening right now. No. Joey wrote a letter to Christina asking for her his ring back. Because he, and he said in the letter, um, he wanted it back within 10 days or he'd take action. Which, you're a child. What action are you going to take? But you know what? Maybe he was going to call the cops. He was following through. He I really was like, wanted this fucking ring. Maybe legal. But uh, Christina's mama, yeah. Dora, took this as a, another excuse to reach out. So she contacted again. Joey's dad and said, hey, let's meet up. I'll give you the ring. They met up at a Burger King. She didn't have the ring to give him. Oh, my God. She just stated that she wanted them back together. It didn't work. Dora said to AJ, I have seen your son drinking. He drinks. And Joey's dad was like, all right, well, he's a teenager. Yeah, that that happens. That tracks. Yeah. Um, And she's like, well, I've seen it. And he's like, okay, I apologize. You've seen my son act that way. I will make sure to have a talk with him, I guess. And he did. He called Joey and told him to call Christina, apologize for not being a gentleman and for getting drunk. Okay. We don't know if he did it. You can sure. assume no. I mean, <laughs> right? Like, you, wait, no. No, no, I'm not gonna do that. No, I'd be like, okay, dad. Yeah. Moving on. I'm not calling anyone. But on March 3rd of 1993, around 7 a.m., Joey was shot and killed in front of his house. He was outside rinsing off his mother's car, and his brother was on his way to his house. When he pulled up, he saw a white car with Mexican license plates speeding away. And a short Latino man was driving. They couldn't figure out who did it. There was a shoe print by the air conditioner and a yellow business card next to his body. The business card... Like a mob hit? Like, no, they think the business card fell out when they were... Oh. Like... So he was in a parking lot, though, No, he was at home in his driveway. Rinsing off his mom's car. I was... Before school or whatever i don't know what i was just thinking of like an apartment parking lot for some mm. reason and i was like that business card could have been there for how long no but... it was his driveway got it understood and they think that there was an altercation between him and the assailant and the business card fell out the business card was for collin county bail office in McKinney, texas there was a handwritten phone number on the business card they called the uh county bail office Mm -hmm. and had them fax in all applications from that day when they received the applications there was one application that stood out to them it was for a gentleman named rudy cellular the reason that he stood out is the fours matched on the application Mm -hmm. from the phone number that they were comparing and he was known for traveling between mexico and texas so it's possible he had mexican plates on his car okay so they contacted rudy cellular and rudy gave them the name romero moya Stating that he knew something about the murder. He was just a man. The low-level criminals is what they called him, I think. Okay. And they all knew each other, and supposedly he knew something about the murder. So it seemed to be a wild coincidence. A wild coincidence that that this man... And there's no... There's nothing in the story later that changes that. It seems to be it was a fucking coincidence. What? Yes. That's so weird. You don't... There's nothing further about Rudy. He's done. Like, that's it. Rudy is just like, I know someone I, who yeah, knows something. This wasn't me. I, that, did he admit that, like, that's my handwriting? No, there's nothing. 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 It's just a coincidence. I don't get it. Go for it. <laughs> so then, <laughs> well, Romero said, I don't have anything to do with it either. <laughs> Romero led the police to his half-brother, Daniel Orlando Garza. 
What? And the police did bring Garza in. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also known for traveling between Texas and Mexico, so it's possible he had Mexican plates on his car. Um, I feel like everything is just like hearsay, and they're bringing people in and being like, well, so-and-so said. Well, I mean, sometimes, I in mean, this I'd... case, just wait. Oh, my God. Okay. So, it's stated that he traveled between because he had a... Um, a painting business up here and a lawn care business down there. The police continued questioning, thinking he was dealing uh, drugs. It had more to do mm-hmm. with his drugs that they were questioning and less to do with the murder. Okay. Well, he was sick of answering questions. So he said, literally, I didn't kill him, but I did set up the arrangement for the murder of Joey. What? Yes. He was being questioned about something. It had to do with the murder. It was going to come back to that. Yeah. But that wasn't the main issue. He was just sick of answering questions. So he literally said... I set up the arrangement to have Joey killed. Oh my God. Yep. So here's how Daniel Orlando Garza became involved. Yeah. I. Okay. What the fuck? So this is where it gets a little crazy. Oh, this, this yeah, is this, where, this is where it's no longer three people deep from a business card found at a murder scene. It's crazy. Yeah. No. Okay, Here it gets crazy. Let's go. So Daniel said he had been going to a fortune teller. Her no. Yes. Her name was Maria Mercedes Martinez de Sanchez. He was reaching out to her to help see if she could fix his marriage. He believed his estranged wife's family had put a curse on their marriage. <laughs> so he was okay. going to a fortune teller for about two years. Like it was serious. He was determined to it was shit fixed. Serious. It was serious. <laughs> she was the only one. The fortune teller stated she'd help him, but she had another client that she wanted him to assist. Now. Oh no. The police could not figure out who the other client was. Uh-huh. Who wanted Joey killed. Yeah. He was just a kid. All mm-hmm. his exes had no problems with him. Even Christina. Yeah, his most recent breakup. what about his ex's wild mom? We'll get there. Oh, Lord. So, police wired Daniel and had him meet with Maria, uh, claiming the hitman that he hired wanted more money for killing Joey. So, they were trying to get her to state who was providing the money that led to the hit on Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't do it. They met with her, like, three different times. Finally, she was like, you know what? I'm just going to give you the name of the woman who requested this hit and you can contact her directly to get more money. Her name, as you had guessed, is Dora Garcia Cisneros. Oh my God. Dora. Yep. Boundaries, my chick. So they arrested Maria, the fortune teller, um, and they wire, put a wire on her when she met with Dora. Okay. Dora gave her another $500 um, for the hit per... Um, another 500 So what was... What was the original amount, you ask? Yeah. $3,000. Shut up. Yep, no, $3,000 to kill a kid. $3,000. A child. Yes. Yep. Oh, my so, God. Um, Can I just ask, like, yeah. how how was Christina? Like, did was she... She was totally fine. No. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> no, seriously, she had moved on. No. Yes. Wait, moved on. Like, she, she had, had another... She was, she was talking about seeing other people. Like, she wasn't... She was no longer suffering. She moved on, like... Yeah. Talking about dating other people, oh. she was no longer, you know, when you go through So she's heartbreak. just sitting there like, no mom, I'm fine. And her mom is just like, but what about this guy? Like the first guy you ever dated. Isn't he the one? Is it? He, he's so smart. Let's go with the smart one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bitch went cray. Like, I know how rare it is to find a smart man. Sure. But like, this ain't it. This ain't the one. No, this is not how we do things. This man literally said no. Uh. Multiple times. At this point, you need some help. I mean, you needed help a long fucking time ago when you're calling a teenage boy about the breakup of his, of yeah. your daughter. You needed help. We need mental health care in this fucking country. <laughs> she she really needs it. We could avoid so, so many problems if we just had proper fucking mental health care. Okay, sorry. I'll stop. You're fine. Hmm. Um, so when they had Maria wired and Dora gave her the money, they were able to arrest Dora. Mm-hmm. After that, because it proved her that she was guilty. Mm-hmm. So they all three were charged with capital murder. Okay. Um, Maria claimed that Dora first came in asking if Joey still loved Christina. Uh, and based on the, the tarot cards, that was, a, that was a no. Weird. 
That was a no. I mean, I love me some tarot cards, but um, I didn't need those to tell you it's a no. Yeah, no, no one needed that. Joey said that loud and fucking clear. He literally communicated. Like, he did, like literally. an adult. He, yes, he, he communicated. well. <laughs> yeah, tried to avoid some hard feelings, communicated oh. ahead of time, said, hey, this is what's going on, and his honesty. Yes. Yeah, oh, my God. To that. This is horrible. In October 1992, she went back to Maria. So, the, right after they broke up. So, they broke up in June of 92. Okay. She went right after that to ask if he was still in love. Did sure. tarot cards say? Nah. Yeah. Uh, and then in October of 1992, she went back again, and she asked if Maria knew anyone who would be willing to beat Joey up. Four months. Yeah. She's still hooked. Uh, Maria said, no, I don't know anybody who's out. So he I, wanted to break up before he went to college. So he would have been like starting college. No, he was still, he was in 11th grade when he started dating her. So I think oh, he was going so he would have started this. He was in his senior year of high school. Yes. Truly a child. He was still a child. Yes. What a um, cool story, Sarah. I'm so excited about this one. I'm not done yet. <laughs> After she asked if anyone would be willing to beat him up, she also asked, would you be willing to put a curse on him? And she was like, once again, no. That's not what I do. And also, this is a child. No. Yeah. So we're done here. Yeah. Moving on. Well, she wasn't moving on. She came back later that winter. And she asked if anyone would be willing to kill him for $3,000. Jesus. Uh, He, the way that she convinced That's quite an escalation. Like, he won't date your daughter, so he has to die? I you know guess. your daughter still won't be dating him then, right? Well, that didn't matter to Dora. Wow. I guess if you hurt her daughter, she's going ham. That's the one I was going to say. I was going to say ham. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she went crazy. Oh, my God. The way that she convinced Maria to get involved is she stated that Joey was walking around laughing about having raped Christina. Oh. None of that has any validation haven't no other sources claim that that really yeah. occurred just what maria was told by oh my God. dora that's so fucked up uh so maria said she'd find someone she asked daniel orlando garza if he would help um he said he'd try he didn't make any promises yeah his marriage still wasn't looking great so he was on the fence i can't believe that that that's an actual statement. He was on the fence of help, the fence of willing to help a fortune killer kill a child. A fortune killer. Yep. <laughs> well, this, this is what, what it looks like. like. <laughs> no, no, he was on the fence of accepting the fortune teller's request to, to assist murder. with murdering a child. Yes, because his marriage was on the rocks. Yes, because those two things correlate. Also, they do. Obviously. 100%. Wow. 100%. Well, Dora wouldn't stop asking because we've learned she's had no calm. No chill. No Zero. No. No. So, ended up that Daniel ended up getting a divorce from his wife. Mm Mm-hmm. And Maria stated the only way that she would fix it is if he got Daniel. Fix the marriage? Yes. They got divorced. Well, he needs, she, she can fix it. Sure. She can fix it. The two years before he's been going to her that hasn't repaired the marriage. But now that it's over, she gonna fix it as long as Daniel finds someone to kill Joey. It's so So convenient to have a fortune teller who's also like a notary and a justice of the peace. Bitch has it all. I guess. She's got it all. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) this was Daniel's incentive. He contacted two hitmen that he knew. Oh, my God. The two hitmen were Israel Oliveras and Rafael Mata Soto. The three of them, Daniel, Israel, and Rafael, met up the day before the murder. Daniel purchased a gun, and the two hitmen went and killed him. Daniel was going to report the gun stolen. That was the plan. Um, And they were going to dispose of the gun and go back to Mexico. Were they... Okay. Yep. So, all these motherfuckers. So, if he kills a 17-year-old child to be able to fix his marriage. Do you know what also could maybe fix that marriage? Um, 
the amount of time you're spending at the fortune teller trying to figure it all out, maybe spend communicating with your partner. He'd rather communicate with the fortune teller, obviously. Oh my god. The old one. She's old. Okay. I mean, I'm not a relationship expert, but I just... Just an idea. Just maybe, like, putting in your own effort. And if that's not working, she's just not that into you. (laughs) We've all seen the movie. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so... Now, back to the actual... Yeah, sorry. Court. No, you're fine. Back to court. Maria, Daniel, and Dora were all charged with capital murder. Um, Maria pled guilty to a lesser charge of conspiracy to murder to testify against Daniel and Dora. Okay. Yep. The trial began on February 25th, 1994. Daniel did admit to receiving $3,000 for Joey's murder. The trial took eight days. It wasn't very long. And the jury ended up convicting them both of capital murder, life in prison, possibility of parole after 35 years. Because Maria took the lesser charge of conspiracy to murder, she was sentenced to 20 years for conspiracy, which was the max sentence. Mm. It's not over. Okay, good. Yep. On January 25th, 1996, Dora's conviction overturned. was overturned. Dora's? Yep. Because there were too many factors between her and the hitman to charge her with capital murder. It wasn't a direct correlation. She okay. didn't have direct contact with okay. the hitman, so it was overturned. Okay, but now what is she getting charged with instead? Well, she was released on February 14th, 1996. Valentine's Day? Yes. I'm sorry, I said that, like, just like, mumbling. Yeah. Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day? Sure I know how to enunciate. She was rearrested two years later, February 25th, 1998, because the, pr- the uh, prosecution wasn't going to give up. Yeah. So they did they did retry her. Um on May twelfth, nineteen seventy eight, she was found guilty by federal court on one count interstate commerce facilities in the commission of murder for hire. So they couldn't charge her with the capital murder yeah. because there were too many factors. Yeah. To avoid it being double jeopardy, the courts put it under federal indictment t- telephone communications. It wasn't a double jeopardy case. And it went from court, uh, state to federal. The Court of Appeals reviewed her case in February of 2000. But in January of 2001, they denied to take any action. On November 10th, 2008, the U.S. Supreme Court refused to review the case. And then just more recently, on February 22nd, 2021, Dora tried to get a reduced sentence, stating that her health was degenerating. And she put it up, brought it to the appeals of the um, courts. Her request was denied. The judge basically said, well, Joey suffers from death, so your degenerating health will be fine in prison while you still live, you stupid bitch. <laughs> yes. His That's exact words. Obviously a direct End quote. quote. Yes. Yes. No. End quote from whatever judge that was. So... You suck, lady. As far as the two hitmen go, they were both prosecuted for murder in Mexico and both found guilty, sentenced to 15 years. 15 years? Yeah, but they had to do it in Mexico because it's a lot more work to get them sent back to the United States and get them prosecuted Oh, extradited? Yep. Everything was almost too much, considering, honestly, they weren't the main components of... It sounds terrible. They did kill him, but they weren't the main components. Yeah. The main component was Dora and Daniel and Maria. Yeah. It's weird to like pull apart those pieces to like, you know, lay the blame places. Like, yes, they're obviously to blame. They are the ones who Who pulled the trigger and drove away. Correct. But it would not have happened if not for Dora going to a fortune teller who then goes to a. Yeah. It's all random man. Fucking horrible. Yeah. So, the most bonkers case I could find, fortune tellers, random bail bondsmen, curses. Curses, that's right. Oh my gosh. They got the whole shebang. They really did. Poor Joey. Yeah. Oh my and it God. sounds like he was going to go places. Yeah. Like he had a bright future. For someone who literally just tried to be honest. He just didn't want to be in a teenage romance high anymore. Girlfriend. That's, that's it. fine to do unless yeah. the... Mother of your ex is Dora fucking Cisneros because that bitch kill you. Yeah. Do you want to go get a drink and come back? Yeah, I have to poop. 
All right, before we come back from our break, Dad, if you are listening, I know you're on your walk. Please just stop listening after this point. You'll hear things that you don't want to. Um, You're listening at your own risk at this point. Mom, if you're listening, also, just turn it off. Um, If my grandmas have figured out what podcasts are and you are listening, please, I beg of you, just hit the pause button. You don't need to know anything after this point. Um, It's got the two dashes, looks just like the one on the VCR. I love you all. And for those of our listeners who are allowed to listen to the rest of this, which is the rest of you, um, please know that our sources are in our show notes, and that is always where you will find them. We will try to reference that, but uh, hadn't yet and wanted you guys to know we are sourcing our materials. Thank you so much. So some people have asked for some information about who me and who me, Sarah, and Samantha are, how we met, that kind of stuff. So we'll give you a little bit of background about us. Yeah. Sarah and I met at work um, several years ago. And uh, Sarah, how would you put it? I was an introvert who was uh, verbally attacked by an extrovert until I became her friend. Uh, Verbally attacked sounds rough. (laughs) (laughs) Verbally attacked. Okay, so now I verbally attack people to make them my friend. Um, But no, you sat across from me for a little bit, and then we had a mutual friend who, like, knew us both separately outside of work, and so she knew that our personalities would mesh really well together. So basically, a mutual friend set up a group chat one day and was like, no, trust me, you can say whatever you want to say in this chat. And I think she told me to send a meme like a dark meme so no. that you would understand. I think it was the other way around. I wanted to send a really fucked up meme. I meme. I sent it to her personally and she's like, you can include this in the chat. And I was like, mm. but, but can I, but it's real bad. She's like, Oh, the worst you can throw out there is the best you've got. Throw yeah. It in there. And yep. Friends forever. Friends forever. Yep. Memes joined us. We'll tell you a little bit about ourselves too. Yeah, so I actually grabbed out a game, so it's not so awkward. We're just like, well, I like the color purple. So (laughs) (laughs) she's telling the truth. That's her favorite color. It's the color of my hair. It's the name of my dog. It's fine. (laughs) I'm fine. Yeah, like nothing in this house is purple, though. Like I haven't painted any purple in this house. My last house I did. Yeah, you did. You had a whole purple like living room and then a whole accent wall. and Yeah, living room, kitchen. I mean... I like to think that I kept it kind of classy. It didn't it didn't no. look gaudy or anything. It wasn't an overflow of purple, but yes, she really it was does like, like purple. Adult purple. Okay. So the questions that we're gonna ask are from There's this game I have called Friend or Foe, F-A-U-X Foe. So friend or foe. And so basically it's just like questions about each other that we're supposed to answer. Okay, so we've both given each other some cards. So what we're going to do is read the question and the other person has to answer about you. Is that correct? So like if I ask the question, you're going to answer about me. Oh, is that how you play? Yeah. Give those cards back. I don't know the answers to those. (laughs) (laughs) But what if you just took a really good guess and then I had to tell you the answer? Okay, this could be really funny. Yeah. Let's do this shit. Okay, so yeah, we're just going to do some random cards. I'll ask and then Sarah's going to answer what she thinks the answer is about me. And then if she's right. I'm a friend. Yeah. And if you're wrong. I'm a foe. Yep. And uh, I might have to tell you the truth about whatever it is. Okay. All right. Let's go. All right, Sarah. Where did I lose my virginity? I'm going to say your high school boyfriend's bedroom. So fucking close. My high school boyfriend's living room. Oh, really? The living room? We were real nervous that, like, parents would come home. So this was the easiest Ooh, way was- for us to hear. <laughs> That's so stupid. You don't have enough time to get dressed. Wow, teenagers yeah. are yeah. dumb. Yes. <laughs> very fucking dumb. Teenagers are dumb. Uh, very much so. Oh, my God. Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> Okay. My friend uh, Lisa would say, we don't talk to ourselves like that. So I'm not dumb, but I was. I mean. I'm not. I'd like to think I'm not currently, but I definitely I mean, was uh, back I, then. When I said, I mean, I meant in reference to myself, not you. You're, you're intelligent. Yeah. 
So my question for Samantha is, what do I do when I'm nervous? Leave the fucking room. Okay. You walk away. But if I don't have the choice to walk away, if you what don't do I have do? the choice to walk away, you um, should know this. I feel okay. Oh, hang on. Can we say it again? What do I do when I'm nervous? When you're nervous. I mean, are you going with laughing? Yes. Yeah. I was like, I know you laugh when you're, I guess, uncomfortable, but I feel like nervous and uncomfortable are different. But yeah, you would laugh. Oh, no. I laugh when I'm nervous. I laugh when I'm scared. I laugh when I'm sad. (laughs) It's your defense mechanism. It's what I go to. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right. At what age did I lose my virginity? Mom and dad, stop listening. You should. 15. Hang on. I got to think now. Yeah, I was 15. Yeah. I was like, I don't Friends actually here. know. Wait. Shit, were you 16? I was. Damn it. Fuck, I was 16. I was 15 when I started dating my boyfriend. But we waited a little bit. And so I had my birthday. And and then you were an adult and you could have sex? Well, no, we didn't wait for my birthday specifically. My birthday passed a couple of months before. Okay. Do I consider myself more street smart or book smart? book smart really i mean listen <laughs> you you just think i'm dumb all around no no i don't want to play with you anymore <laughs> that's not what i said at all no i was gonna say i think you're very smart you read a fuck ton you're oh, very yeah. smart so say the smartest i'm not saying things. you're not street smart i just think you're very book smart also okay well, for you, I think it's definitely street uh, book smart. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm not love street you. smart. No, I get it. I've always been book smart, not street smart. You are very book smart. Though. Yeah, I'm very naive in a lot of situations. Okay. Oh, yeah, for me. Mm, I don't even know if I would classify my answer on this one, so I'm not. Okay. What is my biggest pet peeve? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Your biggest pet peeve would probably be stupid people. I mean, that I'm not going to lie, mean, but I'm just sitting there trying to think and I'm like, yeah, I think it would be, well, okay, probably not. I don't know that I would say stupid people, but I would say like close-minded people. That's very frustrating. Yes, that is a good one. Yeah. That is a good, that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you know the answer to this, but okay. who's the most famous person I've ever met? Oh, I'll give you a hint. I was in elementary school. Prince. No. I don't even know why I would guess that. Why would you guess? <laughs> Is he from the Midwest? Yes. I don't know. His I don't sister know. was actually my art teacher in elementary school. See? So you have a Prince connection. It is it's not, not Prince. I know, but... <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. Oh my god, I should have fucking known that. Yes. yes. Miss... Oh, no. Lavender. Sorry, Lavender's trying to play the game too, guys. She just tried to take off with four cards. <laughs> she She's getting into the best. Yes. No, baby. Um, no. So, Ashton Kutcher. I met yeah. him in elementary school. He came to our school because his sister was our art teacher and he was visiting her. Yeah. Yeah. You fail. Yeah. So, <laughs> I do because I don't think it was that long ago that you told me that story. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Sarah, am it's- I more likely to respond to let's make love, let's fuck, or want to do it when my partner's looking to get lucky? Let's fuck. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Want to do it? I if, mean, that's not not going to work. That's probably what I would get most but, often is, want to do it? And then I, my first, no. You would no. Yeah. Let's make love. It just feels corny. like And uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable just hearing that. I've never had a significant other say that to me, though. I mean, it would depend on the moment, for sure. I just There's probably... no moment where I'm okay with, let's make love. <laughs> nah. Um... Yeah, no, I would go with the uh, secondary one, and you're correct. Boom. Um, how would I react if I discovered the house I wanted to move into had been the scene of a murder? I think you would be like, what the fuck? But that would not change your decision on moving in or not. It would not. Yeah, it, it would not. not. You would, would just change... be like, thank you for that information. I appreciate knowing. Don't tell my husband. Correct. <laughs> Right. Don't tell BJ, um, Samantha, bring your sage. Because my husband will never allow me to live there. He will have a heart attack the moment we walk in the door. And someone died! He can pretend that he would be fine. Lies. Lies. All the lies. Yeah. Like, no. I, 
it would influence my decision. Oh, yes. You would not move there. Yeah. I don't think I could. No. No. That would just... And I'd be like, "Mm, as long as weird shit doesn't happen to my kid, I'm fine. Yeah, for sure. What is my political affiliation? (laughs) (laughs) You're a Democrat. Yeah. Just liberal as fuck, I think is what my Tinder says. Oh, liberal AF. Liberal AF. Yes. Yes. I just need everyone to know before they try to talk to me that I won't put up with Closed-minded bullshit. Oh, yeah. That is correct. Your thieve. Right? All right, Samantha. Here's a fun one. Okay. What is the current status of my parents' relationship? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, <laughs> well, Sarah, um, they're separated. They're separated by an astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, uh. gentlemen, and all those in between, um... <laughs> Sarah's mother passed away when she was younger and uh that was kind of funny (laughs) yes and so she's I feel like you I would say comfortable discussing I just made the joke about it so I'm all right with it I think it makes other people more uncomfortable than it makes me yeah that's what I was gonna get at is like it makes me more uncomfortable which is why you made me ask you or made me answer that question yes yes Yes. No, they were divorced before it happened. Yes. And then my mom passed away. Yeah. And they're still divorced. Yeah. They it are. stayed in they're, effect. I separated. Yeah. By a by whole an, plane. Yeah. An astral one. Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, an airplane. Then an air one, yeah. An airplane. Which physical feature do people compliment me on most often? Your eyes. 100% your eyes. My hair. Oh, well, yeah. I wasn't thinking of your hair. I know. Okay, but yes, your hair, but that's not real. <laughs> yeah, but after my hair, it's, I wouldn't say it's my eyes. Really? It's my butt. Oh, you have a great Everyone butt. Everyone talks about my butt. Well, yeah, but Thank that you, wouldn't Sarah. Be, you're welcome. But that's <laughs> not where I would go. I wouldn't be like, yeah. no. Well, well, even you said a couple weeks ago, you're like, I've never noticed your eyes, like, and the color that they are, like, well, really they're, noticed. They're very vibrant if you look. Yeah. <laughs> if motherfuckers would just look, I'm fucking stunning. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. What would I say is my greatest accomplishment? Jackson. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. It's <laughs> <laughs> your son. No, like the you question just meant The question was easy. Yeah, it yeah. was really easy. It's 100% Jackson. Well, yeah, because he's too cool for me. Yeah. Okay, what's your question? What is my go-to Starbucks order? Um, During the fall, you like the apple cider something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and then you also like the white chocolate mocha Mm -hmm. you can't have real milk because you'll shit your pants (laughs) (laughs) i will i absolutely will yes you you like got lactose intolerance like the best of them yeah what what you don't replace with just soy milk what do you Mm -hmm. use coconut milk coconut or um oat milk okay oat milk oat milk is pretty creamy it's a it's an okay substitute i like it in my coffee i do not like it as a drinking milk substitute. I don't like it as a drinking milk substitute. And I understand that most people don't just drink milk. Um, Yuck. And I'm weird that way. But I like to drink milk. And so get out of here. No. <laughs> okay. When I die, do I want to be buried or cremated? Cremated. I do want to be cremated. We mm-hmm. just talked about this. I was hoping you'd remember because yes. you're like, well, if it's suspicious, yeah, you if it's suspicious, be. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, unless, and you're like, no, no, unless, no, I, I just want to be cremated. And I was like, if your death is suspicious, I don't know what I will do to make them stop, but they will have to stop. Gonna... I might have to do some weird shit. <laughs> you're stealing my dead body just in case. I might have to DNA evidence. Yeah, they can't just... destroy that evidence. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Her eyes are huge right now. I'm just like yelling at me. Well, it's okay. important. We all watch Dateline. How did I meet my significant other? Your cat <laughs> or your dog? <laughs> I know. I was like, I, I wonder was gonna what say you're going to say. We're through an ex-boyfriend. That asshole. And well, only two of them. A best friend. Yeah. And then the dog was through my dad. Yeah. So that's that's how. Yeah. 
What app do I spend the most time on? Ooh, okay. I don't Kindle. Yes, there you go. Yeah, I was like, is it Kindle? Like, or but because it's always on your phone. But I forget that people use their phone for Kindle when you use an actual Kindle. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I like my Paperwhite because of the the way the light works there. I don't. I do not like reading books on my phone. It hurts my eyes so much. Okay. Okay, Grandma, what's yours? <laughs> I don't like fucking reading rude. my phone. I thought it was because I put my glasses on oh, at that no. very moment. I wear my glasses twenty four seven. Who am I to judge? No, I know. I just yeah. Okay. Okay. How many states have I lived in? Oh fuck. Three. Yes. <laughs> okay. Can How many you... siblings? Oh, can I name them? Yes. Illinois, Iowa, and Texas. I was going to ask if you could name all the cities I've lived in. Nah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Weird. I can name all the cities you've lived in. No, you can't. How many siblings do I have? Three. Four. Four. You are correct. Two. I have... Three step-siblings and one half-brother. Mm-hmm. So one half-brother, two step-sisters, and one step-brother who passed away. Yeah. So, yes. That's why I initially said three, and then I was like, fuck, Samantha, that's messed up. There's four. Yes. No, he still counts. He does. He absolutely <laughs> does. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Over the course of my life, what hairstyle do I regret having? The short one. The yeah. real short one. Oh, yeah. It was real bad. Yeah, like the pixie cut? Not for like, you. You have I, a strong jawline. Yes. And so you but didn't... It could be a Jennifer Goodwin situation, but it is not. It wasn't. Not. It, no, it was no, not. I've seen pictures. No, because <laughs> Jennifer Goodwin has this beautiful, like, square jawline, and I feel like her face is just, like, perfectly proportioned, but my cheeks do this dip, and so it's not just a strong jawline. My stri- my face has strong shapes. Yes. Yeah. Like, there's a yeah. lot of shapes happening. <laughs> there's some angles there. There are. There so, are yeah, angles. the pixie is just too much. It's too many angles everywhere, and I cannot carry it. Thank you for knowing. You're welcome. That's still my picture in your phone, isn't it? With your band outfit? Yeah. No. <laughs> I changed it. With my band outfit. Wait, but what is it now? Now it's a picture of you... Oh, sitting in a Harry Potter. Um, oh, the onesie, onesie. Or it's not. Yeah, it's like, like a, a giant sweatshirt type thing. thing. Yeah, and you're like completely bundled, laughing your ass off. It looks hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yours is you with the Tamagotchi. Well, I was fucking cool when I was a kid. Yeah, you showed me that picture, and I was like, "There's no way this is not your profile picture now." Do you? Do I prefer wine or beer? Wine. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say neither. I don't drink. Yeah, you like <laughs> you just don't really drink at all. So no, but if I do, I prefer wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. Okay, for one for each of us. Okay, last questions. Okay, if I have a bucket list, what's one thing I'd have on it? Just one thing. It doesn't have to be the best thing. Okay, one thing on your bucket list. Yeah. What's one thing on my bucket list? Get married. Yeah, I don't know if I would say to it's on my bucket list. Woman. I don't know. Yeah. To find, uh, to be happy. I don't know. That would be my bucket list right there. Whole thing over. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be happy. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Go skydiving? I kind of do want to go skydiving. But it's not on your bucket list? You should add it. We should do it together. Oh my God. I might pee my pants. It's um, fine. You're strapped, hopefully, to an ugly person. Hopefully, they don't trap <laughs> you to a sexy person and you're jumping and pissing <laughs> all over them because they're done. They, they, they sign off. They don't want to be a part of this anymore. Right? I'll just wear a diaper that day. <laughs> wear the wear a depends. Aren't those pretty thin nowadays? <laughs> yeah, you'd be set. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, no, so my grandma, the one who told me the story from this week, yeah, she's gone skydiving. And so that's why I want to go because I've always had it in my mind. Like if my grandma can do it, I can definitely do it. And she was a grandma when she went skydiving. Um, she actually, she went skydiving after she beat cancer. That's cute. Cause she thought if that can't kill me, nothing can. <laughs> well, shit. That's scary. <laughs> right? Well, she's got bigger balls than I do. I know. Right now you see where I get my big dick. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. 
Okay. I, I just think it's so funny that, like, I do something that I'm just probably not thinking about the real consequences of, and your husband always just goes, God damn, your dick is so much bigger than mine. <laughs> and I'm like, sure, probably. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. This is going to be marry one, fuck one, kill one. Already prepared for me. So you have to answer as if you're me. Okay. Kanye West, Donald Trump, and Hillary Clinton. Boom. Fuck Kanye, kill Donald, marry Hillary. You're right. Yes, I know. That was easy. Not really, because, I mean. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There were no other options. You're right. Yeah. There were no other options. Yeah, you can't. No other way. You can't marry Kanye. No. 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 And that was the only other option because it was obviously kill Donald Trump. Sorry. This is just a game, everyone. Please don't come after me. Marry one, fuck one, kill one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a game. We've all played that game. Obviously. Obviously. All right. Here's a message from our biggest supporter and our smallest fan. My little man. Oh. Take it away, Jack. Thank you for using to show and Samantha. Like and subscribe. Please join a five-star review. Thank you.